Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having real conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are also harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Now here's Ashley Peebles. Welcome everyone, this is Ashley Peebles, and we are so thankful that you have joined us on the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we dive into the uniqueness of the military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you are not in control of where you will call home next. Today, on our first episode of 2022, we are going to talk about new year and a new friend. Because as we come out of these COVID restrictions, and as we are moving to new bases, as we're moving into new homes, we're always looking to create communities. We're looking to create connections because that really is what makes life so joyous. And in our military community, a lot of times we're leaving great friends behind. We're saying see you later to so many people that we care about on a consistent basis. You know, there's a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt that says, many people will walk in and out of your life, but only true friends will leave footprints in your heart. And I believe that on this military journey, if we are intentional and we do it right, we can have one of those true friends, at least one of those true friends at every one of our duty stations. At least that's what I've found. I've found that the good Lord has put someone in my life that was meant to be there for that season, for that specific time in my life, whether it was someone that was part of my village and helping me take care of my children when they were young, or someone that helped me get through a rough spot in my marriage later on, or maybe someone that was dropped into my life that I was there to help them. So today we're going to dive into that and I'm going to give you just my top 10 tips, if you will, uh, for this new year on how to make one new friend, one new real connection. The first one is going to be a real no-brainer. I mean, we got to get out of our house, right? (laughs) We have been stuck in our house for two years and we've got to get out and we've got to make an effort. But here's where I want to caution you. At the beginning of every year, We always say, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to totally cut out sugar. I'm going to go to the gym every day. And I'm going to do a three-hour workout every day. Well, two weeks into January, no one is at the gym anymore because, well, we try to take the entire elephant one big bite at a time instead of breaking it off into easily digestible pieces of the elephant. So what I want to encourage you to do is not to overdo it. We're looking for one new activity. We're looking for one thing that you can add into your life that will not overwhelm you. I won't say something that you're always going to look forward to because the truth is a lot of us like our home and we like our comfort zone, but I want you to find one new thing that you will go and do. And some places that you can find those is one, check your local events on Facebook. There is a tab that you can find in-person events that are happening near you on Facebook. And some of these are diamonds in the rough. You can find things that you're interested in. You can find things that maybe just look like a fun crowd would be gathering. Check your base advertiser. And here is the easiest way. 
just say yes to an invite. We are all invited to things all the time. And sometimes I feel like our first answer or our automatic answer is always, no, I'm busy. Because in the moment, you don't want to go to the event. And honestly, when I'm getting ready for events, a lot of times I don't want to go. But the truth is, most of us, when we get there, we have a good time. So you sort of have to look in advance. You have to be that fortune teller, that mind reader, that person that can see into the future and know that if you just go and if you just say yes, you're going to have fun. Okay, so that's number one. We are going to get out, folks. We are going to make an effort, but we are not going to overdo it. Okay, number two, when we get to these events and we're meeting people, the best thing that I think you can do is not be interesting, but be a good listener. And that is something that I have failed at at times. And that's something that I've succeeded at at times because I want to be someone that people like, right? I want to be interesting. But if you're not a good listener, no one is going to care if you're interesting. You know, I have a quote on the wall in my office and it's it's my favorite one. It says, speak in such a way that others love to listen to you and listen in such a way that others love to speak to you. And I think if we can all embody that quote, we're going to make a lot of new friends, but we're going to make a lot of really deep connections because that's really what it's about. Too often, I find that people are listening, but while they are listening, they're already thinking about the next thing they're going to say. And if you are already thinking about the next thing that you're going to say, you're not really listening. Now, don't beat yourself up. We all are looking to find areas of connectedness. We're all looking to find areas where we are alike and we are similar. And a lot of times when people are speaking, you'll hear something and it'll immediately remind you of something that you want to say. But be intentional about staying connected to the words that they are saying and their story. Keep the eye contact, continue looking at them and really listen to what they say before you start thinking about what you're going to say next. That is going to help. I promise, guys. All right. Number three, in our family, we have three tenets, if you will. We have three things that I repeat to the kids that we say in our house over and over again. And it's be helpful, be grateful and be kind. And I am not a genius. That's Those were just the words that were that was put on my heart by the good Lord. But those three things, I believe, are the three things that have enabled us to navigate this military life and to gain new friendships, maintain old friendships, and to honestly be surrounded by what I consider the greatest community in the world. I've got the greatest friends. And I believe that if you go into any situation and you focus on being helpful, and I mean this in a sense that if you go to an event, clean up, you know, don't be the person that leaves as soon as it's over. Stick around and put the chairs up. Stick around and gather the paper plates and throw them in the garbage. Maybe the hostess or the host doesn't want anybody staying around to help, but you should offer, you know, try to be helpful. Secondly, be grateful. Anything that anyone does for you, they are doing hopefully out of the kindness of their heart. But I can tell you that when someone is grateful about what I have done for them or about what I have put into place, it makes me want to do that more. And it's almost like giving a gift to someone that is grateful is a gift back to me. And that is the reason that I love giving gifts and I love doing things for people that are grateful. It makes me feel good. 
So if you want to go into a situation and make the host or hostess or make someone feel good, gratefulness is always what you want to lead with. And then the last one is kindness. Be helpful, be grateful, be kind. I've got so many shirts that say, be kind or kindness is my favorite. And it's because I wish that someone that was being unkind was the odd thing these days. But too often we are so busy and we are so caught up in our own lives and we're so focused on what we are doing that we forget to be kind. And when you run across a truly kind person, that's the exception these days. So let's be the exception. Let's be the extra and extraordinary. Let's be kind and be the kindness in the world, if you will. All right. Number four. Don't overlook your current friends. You know, I know that there are a lot of people when we move, we feel like we don't have any friends anymore, but we do. We're just distant. (laughs) We're just separated. We're just at different bases, but don't overlook your current friends. So what I want you to do there is make a list of the people that you truly care about and you want them to know that you care about them. And then I want you to not eat the whole elephant at one time, make the list, And just dash out to the side a date. And let's make an effort to reach out to one person a day or to five people a week or to three people a week. Depends on how long your list is. But if you will make the list and you can intentionally put the date as, okay, January 3rd, I am going to reach out to Audrey. She's one of my my greatest friends at one of the bases that we are stationed at. And I am just going to check in on her. Don't ask for anything. Don't bring up anything. Just ask them how they're doing and check in on them. That is obviously going to mean a lot to them. And what I've found throughout my life is that if I just let that still small voice in my head be the guide, I'm going to reach out to people when they need it the most. How many times have you reached out to someone and they said, oh my goodness, I needed this today. If you'll listen to that still small voice and you won't ignore it. And if if someone is laid on your heart in the middle of the day, try to stop what you're doing and send them a text message. I know that stopping what you're doing in the middle of the day and making a phone call is difficult, but it's not very hard to just pause and send a text message and tell someone that they're on your heart because that still small voice in your head is usually telling you that the other person needs you. So don't forget your current friends. All right, number five, there are different types of friends. There are friends of convenience. Those are the people that I look at. Maybe both of your kids are playing soccer. That's a convenient friendship because you didn't seek each other out. You didn't strike up a conversation at a grocery store and become best friends. You're friends of convenience. Maybe it's someone that lives next door to you on base. It's convenient and you're going to be friends while you live there. But then there are chosen friends. They're the people that you see across the room at an event and they just give off this beautiful presence. And you're like, I am going to be that person's friend. You know, I was on a cruise one time that we had earned with my previous company and I saw someone singing actually, but across the room and I thought, I am going to be her friend. She has this beautiful presence and she has this smile that lights up the room and I can tell that she is a good person. Guys, I kid you not, I walked up and introduced myself and said, hi, I'm Ashley Peebles. And by the time we get off this boat, we're going to be best friends. 
And fast forward, she's my bestie. She is the one that when anyone tries to like become the other person's bestie, we always uh, like Forrest Gumped it and say, seats taken, folks, seats taken. Because I saw her, I chose her and I made an intentional effort and I went after her. And I can tell you that those are some of the greatest friendships in my life is when you just feel their presence from across the room and you know that they are good and you want to surround yourself with more good. Then there are God sent friends. Those are the ones that you are in a tough spot in your life or you're in a great spot in your life. And the good Lord drops the perfect person for that season. And then there's friends that become family. There are friends that you love and you have fun with, but they transcend friendship. They're the ones that you can go without talking to for weeks and months. And as soon as you see them again, you pick up right where you left off. The reason I wanted to dive into these different friends is because not everyone's going to be family and not everyone is going to be chosen. But friends of convenience are still friends. They are still someone that you can put a smile on their face. They're still someone you can grab coffee with. They are someone that can make or break a base life if you do it the right way. So don't go into every friendship trying to make someone your best friend. Just try to make a good friend and understand that there are friends for seasons for a reason. And you don't want to ignore those friendships either, trying to make it more than it is or trying to make someone what you had at your last base. All right, number six, do something that boosts your own self-confidence. This is one of my greatest tips, I feel like, because if you look good, you feel good. And if you feel good, you act good. And if you act good, you're going to draw in good because you naturally attract who you are and what you are. And if you are feeling down, you will attract that. If you're feeling good, you will attract that. If you're smiling, you will attract that. Because remember that your intent is like body odor. Everybody can smell it. So if you go into a situation and you just want to put good out into the world, that is going to be smelled, if you will. Whatever it is that you are putting out is going to be noticed and given back to you in return. So guys, a pure heart wins every time. All right, number seven, you're not going to connect with everyone but you will connect with someone. So if you put yourself out there and you go to an event and the first person you talk to doesn't happen to be your new person and the second person you talk to is a total weirdo and you cannot see yourself being friends with them and the third person you talk to is so negative that you know that you're going to need a glass of wine to sit with them. Don't give up on friends altogether and don't give up on that event. Not everyone's going to be your cup of tea and not everyone is going to be the next person that you can meet weekly with for coffee. But your person is out there. There is someone at that event that's looking for exactly what you're looking for. So don't give up. Not going to connect with everyone, but you're going to connect with someone. All right, number eight, your body language matters. Okay, guys, I know that RBF, resting, you know, booty face, if you will, is very real. And it's something that a lot of people cannot control. Their face is not a warm face. It's not a kind face. It doesn't say, I am so happy, come talk to me. But we can all work on it, okay? And if you do happen to be one of the people that your face does not exude warmth, then we're really gonna have to make sure that the rest of our body language is approachable. Do not sit down with your arms crossed or stand in the corner with your arms crossed. Don't turn your body away from people. 
make sure that you are not on your phone and looking down. We want to make sure that our body language says approachable, arms to the side, head up, off our phone, and smiling. The greatest thing that you can do in life is smile. You never know when your smile is going to make someone else's day. And you never know when you smiling is going to give someone else the courage to smile and the courage to come up and talk to you. But I will tell you that if your arms are crossed, you're looking down, you're on your phone, you're standing in the corner, your body is turned away from the crowd, and you have a look on your face like you could kill someone no one is going to want to walk up and talk to you. And if they do, you need to make that person your friend because they are a saint and they're brave. (laughs) All right. Number nine, be intentional. It doesn't take a lot of money to make a friend. It doesn't take money to make someone feel good. It just takes intentional time and thought. And it takes about 30 seconds of courage. You know, I have taught my daughter and she's so good at this. Find something you can genuinely and not phone in, if you will, but genuinely compliment someone on. People are so used to hearing the negative and they are so used to hearing bad things and they're so used to hearing what they can improve that if you can genuinely compliment someone it is immediately going to give them a smile on their face. It is immediately going to let them know that you see them, you notice them. And I don't mean say, oh, your hair looks nice today. Specifically say, I love the way that you braid your hair. Or if someone has a nice shirt on, don't just say, oh, I love that blouse. Say, I love the way that blouse fits you. It looks incredible. Or that is truly your color. It brings out your eyes. I wish I could pull that off. Look for something very specific that you can compliment them on and have 30 seconds of courage to say it. And you are going to strike up a conversation and odds are you're going to find some similarities. But here is kind of a sub point B, if you will, 9B. Don't only look for friends that you are similar to. Don't only look for friends that you are exactly like. Some of my greatest friends have completely different lifestyles than me, have completely different political beliefs than me, have completely different religious beliefs than me, and they make me a better person. The last thing I want is a whole bunch of robot Ashleys walking around my world. I want people that help me to see the world in a different perspective. And I want to help them see the world through different eyes. And some of those friendships on paper make zero sense, zero sense. But man, they make a whole lot of sense in my heart and they make a whole lot of sense in my life. So make sure that you are not alienating 50% of the population because you know you didn't vote for the same person or because you don't go to the same church. There's no telling the powerful things that can come if you'll just open your mind. And then last one, be yourself. You know, we have the blessing by being military of being able to reinvent ourselves at every duty station. If I move and I want to be the workout person, I can move into a new location and I can go to the gym every day and I can change my life and change the way that people view me because no one knew me before. So if you were a person that stayed inside your house at your last duty station and never left, you can fix that at the next one. You can be the person that goes out. You can be the friendly one, but just make sure that you're being true to yourself. You can reinvent yourself. You can become a better version of yourself, but don't try to be someone else. Find the best version of you. Find the version of you that makes yourself happy 
and makes everyone around you better. But don't try to be someone else. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the Mill Housing Nation. We appreciate you. The Mill Housing Nation is where you always have a community, no matter where you're stationed. So thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.